Welcome back to the Thursdays are the best days podcast episode 114. Not as cool as episode 113, which nope. was last week's. Nope, nope, nope. And because of how lame 114 is, there's only two of us this week. Back yep. down to the the more manageable size. I don't even know how many people were on last week's episode. I had five cameras and six people, I think. By the way, never doing that again. No. Nope. You was... will not get Talking Doge ever again. You thought it was going to be easier than it was. Well, no. It's you like. You had an it's... extra day to do it. It still fucking sucked. The problem was, I had to manually go in and like recut it every time I switched scenes. Oof. And then I realized I should have... I fucked up, too, by the way. I should have... There's so many things I should have done. But I didn't. I There's, like... So there's this image, right? You Like, you see us sitting on this nice image. I re-displayed that in... Im- this image is hard-coded in. Like, I can't okay. make... I can make changes, like, in OBS. But... I... I re-put the image in the editing because I needed a way to put the Doge face in. And then I did this whole cool shit on the fly and put a tracker in our video, and I completely forgot about it. So, yikes. And I realized halfway through the podcast last time that my number was in the wrong order and it was behind shit. And then I brought it back to the front, like midway with a nice transition and all cool like. And then I covered it up myself in editing post. So, yeah. Not doing that again. Why do we, we make more so? Why do we make more work for ourselves? I, I mean, I wanted it to be cool and it was cool, I think. OK, Bruno. Yeah. Hit me. I have printer story. Did you say printer? Yes. Oh, God, I thought I misheard you. So. This morning, I get handed a a toner cartridge for like an enter size enterprise size printer. Oh, God. So, you know, big. Yeah, this is a this is a tube. Tube. Yeah. So. I'm trying to look up the brand right now, but. I get handed this cartridge. He's like, you're going to have to replace this. I'm like, okay, how? Because like, I'm like, do you have any guides? Because like every printer wants to put their goddamn like cartridges in a different way. You know, it's annoying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mine gives me trouble and it's a little guy. Yeah. So he's like, oh, this one's simple. This one's right on the front plate. It's actually one of the simpler ones. And you just pull out this tube. He's like, but there's a there's a hiccup. I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. Like what? He's like, always is. Yeah, unless the toner, unless the printer is determined that the pr- the toner is empty, it won't let you take out the toner. Oh. So okay. I, my my thing isn't loading, so I it's like it's Ren Renya or can can it? I don't think I have the brand right. I think it starts with an R. I've never heard of it before. Rena R E N A, maybe. That doesn't look like it though. Well, I mean, okay. But like, 
just just to see. Um, no. So like, it's these. It's this like you open up the panel to replace the color, and then there's these like color doors of like, um, you know which which tube? It's literally a cylindrical tube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, my boss was like, "Hey, it needs replaced." He's like, "If if it uh doesn't need replaced, so you're never gonna be able to get these hatches open unless you break the printer. Like that they're designed so you can't steal toner." I'm like, "Okay, great." Okay. I guess I, it, I at least see. Okay. I I now I'm pretty sure he said there is a way that we could force it if we had to, but you know it's the whole like sure paper, paper clip it, in the CD drive like yeah. stupid thing. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I go over to the printer and I pull down the thing, and he's like, it should just fall open, like the door. You're not gonna have to pry it. I'm like, it didn't fall open, so I'm like, okay. I'm replacing black, so you know the most common one used. Sure. So I'm like, I'm grabbing this door. I put a bunch of weight on it. I'm like, fuck. I'm sitting here with a toner card. Just like, I can't open this. I look at the thing. It said 6%. I'm like, I'm like, that's not empty. I go back to my boss. I'm like, yeah, the door didn't just like fall open like you said it would. He's like, oh, someone just kind of told me that it needed to replace. Let me just check the web portal to see. I'm like, <laughs> it said 6% for me. I'm like, okay, whatever. So he just like pulls up the IP and he gets in. He's like, it says zero percent on here. I'm like, well, what if I can open? Shake it, shake it a little bit. Shake it a little bit. The thing is, I could fit inside <laughs> it. I know. <laughs> I could hide in there. He's like, yeah. Let me just restart it. I'm like, okay. Let's restart the printer because it, it apparently is having identity crisis of how much toner it has. <laughs> So let me just walk over with you just to because I wanted to show you where I store the toner anyway. I'm like, okay. So we go over there and after it starts, it's like, oh yeah, I don't have toner. He pulls it down the half the flap just opens right up. Like, like it was exactly like he described, probably. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Didn't do that. He's like, oh, weird. Must just thought it had toner, but the web portal didn't think it had toner. Yeah, but that's also weird. I'm like, I didn't think I was, I mean, I I know the whole just restart it thing works for almost everything, but like, I didn't think I'd have to restart the printer to be able to I have, I'd have to restart the printer for it to let go of the toner to realize it had no toner. There's hey, only so f- let go. I'm going to change you. And I'm like, is it worth doing the web portal or like, do I should I just like, is there a way to restart it on the printer in the future? He's like, I just sometimes yank it from the wall, like in the end of things. Great. He's like, we have a service contract. It probably won't die that bad. It shuts down faster. It sure does. Sure does. But I don't know if you've ever heard of a printer that does that. I haven't. No, I've never heard of the the printer that won't let go. It's just like. I I don't know, like what type of design choice is that? Still can't find it because i can't look oh expand so we uh so we're on office 365 yep that's all like fine and dandy but yep it is but it's not it's not the same like today apparently there was a whole like issue where one guy oh i had this completely wrong it was K-Y-O-C-E-R-A. 
Kyocera. Yeah. Kyocera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard of them before. Okay. Never really worked on any, but I've definitely heard of them before. Probably something like this. Big yeah. giant. Similar, yeah. You know, like a a big printer. It was probably the same one. It just didn't have trays on the side, honestly. That's sure. probably... Yeah. I mean, and it's all like the one right next to it is the yeah. same printer. It's just, it's got the big palletizer, whatever they call it. I don't know. That's like, that's probably like 10 grand there next, sitting next to it, at least. Yeah. And it's not a concern, but it like, so we took out, it has a, you know, it has the four colors or the three colors in black. And then yeah. it has a spare toner bin so that if extra toner is like okay like, you, like it's like the runoff yeah and like yeah so when we took out the black the end of the black toner cartridge was just covered in magenta i'm like oh that's oh, good. that's great i'm like that's great he's like yeah it's probably fine so then after we replace the black it's like hey it's about time for you to replace the uh the overflow one. So why don't you just use the one you took out that's empty and use it for the overflow, which is cool that it lets you do it. You know? Yeah. They could make you buy a separate bin. one. Sure. Sure. They could. So like the black toner is up here. The magenta toner is up here. The extra tube is like down here. So I pulled that (laughs) one out and there's magenta all over that one. I'm like, there's magenta here too. He's like, yeah, it's probably fine. I'm like, I don't, I think he was saying that, but I don't think it's fine. There's magenta <laughs> all throughout the inside of that printer, apparently. And I don't want It's wanna... like somebody tried to pull out and it didn't want to let go. Thankfully, we just have to call a number and they'll do yeah, services on that's, it. That's the way to go. Make but somebody else deal with the printer. I just, I don't, I don't want to mess with it because apparently magenta is, if you look on the inside, it's probably everywhere. Probably. It sounds like it. Man, I don't know how, care how much it is, Bruno. I would double that printer contract just to be able to, like, it's jammed. Call the number. Can't you unjam it? Nope. No thanks. Yeah, you come rip the paper out of it and break something. Where, oh, where is it jammed? Oh, it's probably jammed in the middle somewhere. But that was my new... my. My new experience, I can tell people, is at least your printer lets you replace the toner whenever you fucking want. <laughs> you don't have to find the special switch. I probably will one day, but not today, nor do I care enough to. So, I think that was the weirdest thing from the new job, is just the printer thing. Everything else is pretty standard. I get how to you, get. How do you like it? Over it's fine. There. It's good. It's not... good. I mean, there's... Like the average that you're using an app that's 20 years old and supported by one. You're always going to have that no matter where you go. Yeah. The only positive about it is the the guy that wants it is also a big Mac user. And I'm hoping that with the new ARM processors, it kind of absolutely destroys either Macs or that software. Nice. I mean, that very well might happen. The worst outcome is that it all just works still. Yeah. The worst outcome I, is it works. That's funny that that's the worst outcome. And I completely understand what you mean. The best outcome is... Something breaks it and forces you to upgrade. I think the best outcome is that we wouldn't have to support Max. Yes. But I think the less better outcome is we get a new software. Yeah. And so, the best is just same software, newer version 
destroy all Mac service. There is no newer version. It's a 20 year old okay. software that's somewhat managed. New service, no Macs with better infrastructure. Yeah, because we have like, I'd say, from what I've understood, like 30% Macs. Which means you can't really just use like Active Directory. Well, you can't. You can use Active Directory, but you really can't use like. You can't group... lean on it heavy. Now, well, you can't use a lot of group policy. You have yeah, like a lot of the built-in tools to manage a lot of window like. Windows That's what I stuff. mean by leaning on it heavy. Yeah, you can't use it the way it's really intended to. You can just for some stuff. So we have to use a third-party software that manages. Yeah, or you have to use it and something else for the Max. Yes. And like, it's just annoying. Like, the Max, it was just screaming about a bunch of stuff apparently on the firewall. Because I was going through the like, the antivirus, like, security, like, web filtering app we have. And I'm like, why is it screaming about all the Macs? And it's like, oh, we have to turn off all their firewalls just because it didn't like stuff. Wow. Like, okay. All right. Why Whatever. why so many Macs? Uh, like people the, just want them or was it I think was it's there a the, good reason? The president who might be the owner, but I know he's at least the president. Yeah. Loves Macs, like oh. preaches them. God. So he buys Macs. Yeah. Like I wouldn't They're great for what their use case is in an office environment. When I don't know. Some offices, you can't even have HP and Dell. Some people only yeah. do one, yeah. let alone two separate operating systems. Well, I, I'd try and have everything as uniform as possible. Like, in a perfect world for myself. It just know, doesn't make sense to have it different. Buy all Dells, get good warranties. They all have service tags on them. Like, it's all there already. Just use it. You have a problem? Oh, it's a Dell. Not, oh, what brand is it? What OS is it running? What is it doing? Then uh, now, like, at some point, I'm going to have to, like, you kind of have to, like, dual manage updates now. Like, is this Mac update good? Is this Windows update bad? Yeah. At least... I would really throw a wrench into it. Oh, I got another story. This one's going to. So, you know how, like, you, like, a lot of times the end users can't really, like, solve simple tasks it's sure. like a common yeah. occurrence which yeah. is fine you like know? i'm trying to think of something simple like i don't know like, like something with volume or something probably yeah i it's had like, a guy that all com- right there but i had a guy complain about his keyboard and mouse like his mouse was lagging and i we just gave him a new one because there was like four or five people in a small area with the same like hp mice and they used uh it wasn't like a direct, like, it wasn't Logitech where it was kind of like a UEFI, like a good connection just between the mouse, the dongle, and like the keyboard. Yeah. Or not UEFI. Uh... Are you talking like PS2 connection? No, no, no. Like wireless. Like oh, the way oh. the dongles, the protocol, how the uh, dongles talk on oh. the one brand they had was pretty crap when you had a lot of them. The Logitech ones. No, no, no. It was Microsoft. I was like HP ones. Oh, I don't know offhand what they were called, but but then we uh, like we're going to Logic Tech because they're a little bit better with like yeah they are pretty good usually with how like individual they are and they don't interfere with each other too much. 
But I replaced yeah. the stuff, and like ten minutes later, I get a call like it didn't work. I'm like, it worked for me. I moved the mouse around. Turns out it was just a bad US. It's like one of his docs USB port is like not dead, but it's dying. So it was yep. like simple stuff like that where I was like, well, you know, maybe you could like just switch your dongle from one port to the other. So one of the projects I learned about was like they want better reporting. I'm like, okay, sure. Everyone wants their little nice reports. So my boss was like, yeah, but you should see how bad it is. I'm like, okay, how bad is it? It's like, okay, so this one woman takes this data and exports it from our like software into a CSV file. Okay. She takes that CSV file and imports it into Excel. Yep. From Excel, she like formats it a little bit, gets into tables. Sure. Once it's in tables in an Excel sheet, she goes to her PowerPoint links the spreadsheet in the PowerPoint and then does like a slide that that is a think of it as like a report is a PowerPoint really? slide. So just one report PowerPoint she had was 110 slides with 30 plus Excel spreadsheets linked to it. And oh my God, Bruno, like I was sitting there. I'm like, I am utterly amazed that, like, without the help of IT, at some point, these users who sometimes struggle with, like, simple tasks of, yeah, like, my volume isn't playing, somehow figured out how to export data, import into Excel, link an Excel spreadsheet into a PowerPoint, and do You've got, like, dozens of files linked together. If you move one, you're screwed. It's what happened, because they went from... They're doing OneDrive. So every <laughs> so people were recently ish migrating. Well, they were in the process of migrating everyone's like desktop uh yeah. pictures and documents from local. It, everyone's just automatically set up and synced with OneDrive. Yeah. Which is nice. So, you know, everything's stored there. They don't the users can access their files technically anywhere because they really can't save anywhere. Sure. They're not really smart enough to save to like the local C drive. But because of that, all the link spreadsheets just threw up because they had different paths. <laughs> yep. But I was just sitting there. I'm like, if you would have asked me how you could create a reporting software with Excel and PowerPoint, I'd be like, I don't know. I mean, I know you can link them like that, but man. Would you've ever how thought? How many did to... you say? 40 something? There was 110 slides of different graphs. And then there was like 30 plus Excel sheets. Sheets. God. Some of them were linked multiple times for multiple yeah. like sheets. But yeah, like, sure. But God, that's a lot. That was just one like, that was one category of reports. I think that was all about tons, like tons of material used. I was just in utter, like, it was just utter amazement how like a system like that was implemented. Just, and it's, it's slow. Like, it is absolutely atrociously slow. I bet it is. Every time you open that thing, you gotta... Because it... I'm sure it would update if you changed anything. Well, to update it, you have to go in and change the Excel spreadsheet. But I know, but that's it, what I'm saying. And then you if, have to... If it, you changed any one of those numbers, it would update on the PowerPoint. So the every time you open that PowerPoint, it's gotta go through all those files. Yes. And redraw all those graphs. Yeah, so we're going to fucking hopefully get that into like 
anything else? We're hoping we're hoping just to get all the data into a database and then sure. give the either trust the users to like have a front end that's like pool only, so they really can't destroy the data. Like <laughs> we either sure. set up all the reports for them or like we teach them how to create a report and they can yeah. do as needed. It almost sounds like you could automate the import of a hundred percent. We could automate the, Im- that's like the goal is to get it, that it just sends it in there yeah. or like we're using buy or power buy, which is like, it was just a company Microsoft bought to be honest with you. Sure. Just a front end database, like reporting like statistics, not statistics, but it's just like, you set up a database and it pulls the data front end for users to mess around with. Mm. It's for the people that are less than a database administrator, but higher yeah. than like. I feel where you're where it's sitting. I just like I just sit there and I'm like the ingenuity of some people to get some technology working. Yeah, it's impressive. Utterly amazed. Because there's a new building being built. I heard a story of like when they were building one of the other new buildings they bought built, which is an old building now because there's a new new building. Because that's always Mm -hmm. how that thing ends up. Sure. I think they were talking. Yeah, like the closets upstairs and like, I guess you would think you'd call it like. It's just an upstairs storage like there's it's a big like open like I don't even think it's like a pole barn. It's one of those steel frames. With like, okay, like almost like a spine, one big bar down the middle, and they sure. all built little. I, spine I think pop. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like an office space that's just concreted walls, and up top is just storage. Sure. So the cables go up from the offices below through the one little tube, and it's gonna sit on a rack above. And the guy that wrote on the cables, he's like, all the security people can run their cameras in stuff through the this tube because they only drilled one he's like as long as they don't burn my wires i'm like what do you mean burn your wires he's like yeah the last time we dealt with this company at a different plant when they were trying to pull the wires through the same tube the friction like literally charred they they probably were pulling so fast and so hard because i've I've pulled a couple, but I didn't, I've never, and I know they get hot, but I never pulled it to the fact that I thought until they got like literally charred. Well, all you got to do is melt through a couple layers and make them short out together. Well, maybe you should just lube them up. I think that's a thing, actually, probably. That's just a wire. What's the worst that happens? The lube goes through the shielding on the outside. But that's, yeah. that's pretty bad. Possibly. I've seen like I've seen Ethernet wires go to through like lawnmowers with like all the strands every which way and like you know you wonder how they're working, you plug it in the wall and you still get a connection. So I'm sure it's fine. I mean I'm surprised I get So you know how with, with Ethernet lines you're not supposed to run them parallel with power lines? Yeah. So it causes interference. Theoretically. So I ran one 100 foot through a tube right next to a 50 amp line out to my shed. I still get decent speeds out there, though. I think it's all it should affect it. But in actuality, yeah, it's not too bad. 
I've done it's also Cat Six cable. Oh, that's thick. Yeah, like it's got the divider and everything in it. Also, it's like two hundred foot though. Isn't it three hundred feet, or is it three hundred yards, or is it's it a hundred yards? Uh, yeah, a hundred meters that you should. So I it's think... theoretically fine. I think that one, that other one is. I think that's bullshit. I've run over three hundred. I've definitely run over three hundred yard meter, whatever it is. Feet, three hundred feet, feet. hundred meters. I've definitely done longer runs, to be honest with you. you. Think? I have. When you count, when you count for all the current turns and stuff, yeah, and the slack. I just I'm... know I have a hundred foot in the ground because I laid a hundred foot of pipe. I have a two inch conduit running from the house. It's not even that long. Three hundred, like three hundred feet. That's a football field. And when you do turns and stuff, that that adds up quick. Yeah, like it's it's strung from my study all the way down through the house through the tube and then when you get there it goes all the way over there and then a little bit i'm sure it's fine yeah. it's fine and then i plugged it into an old router and tried to throw it as an access point that didn't work so now i have two networks it's fine it's fine what's your other network called bruno second network i think it's bruno shed shed time fun time yeah I think people around me have some fun Wi-Fi names. I didn't, I didn't know what to make mine. I, I, I don't spend much time setting my name. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have yes, I have Wi-Fi. Go be yourself. Um, Fury Road. I don't care. Lord of the Pings. All right, that's not bad. I'll accept that. I kind of wanted to make one of my because I have both. Both of mine are just displaying, like the mine are just Bruno. Yeah, both networks don't care. Yeah, I have a, I have okay. Jesus Christ! So one of the issues of the the changing RGB lights is if my phone's on auto, depending on what color it is, affects the 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 brightness brightness of my screen. Yeah, yeah. So like Jesus. yeah, it's, I'd love to see a channel map of that. Dude, it's probably absolute ass. <laughs> I, do I need to get on my router or can I just look at one? Uh, You should probably download it. It's, it's fine. Not... Don't worry about it. But, uh... Remember that meme, the Jeff and the cooler Jeff? Or... It's that meme where the two guys are in the Facebook. One guy has glasses, the other guy doesn't. It's like... No, I don't cool. know if I've... No. It's like cool day or Dave, cooler Dave, or yeah, it was Daniel. Sorry. Ah, absolutely, I've seen this one. I was kind of thinking like Wi-Fi. Absolutely, seen this meme. Wi-Fi, the cooler Wi-Fi. Yeah, I was thinking about that meme, but I didn't. I I don't care enough to. And then I was thinking about be like people would come over and always ask for it. And I'd be like, no, I don't feel like giving it to you for the 16th time and telling you which one it is. Well, then I was thinking about I could set up both the guest network on both 2.4 and five. So I could have four being displayed. Nick, I know you could could do eight. (laughs) Yeah, because I have 
two separate networks that I could oh, run okay, both yeah. a normal and a guest. So I'd be, I was Hell, thinking, there's another router out here somewhere. I'll plug it in. I was like, also thinking, I'm like, that'd be fun if I had four Wi-Fi's being like, fucking hell with these neighbors. Shut the fuck up, Gerald. Why are you guys? <laughs> why don't you guys resolve your differences? Why can't we be friends? <laughs> and everyone be like, who are these people? And it's just me and my. It's just you broadcasting all the radio signals it's just me and my rgb my room you can tell which room is mine because it's because of the rgb lights if you i take a <laughs> picture out of like the one part of my building my room is just like flashing everyone else is like these either a little bit of dim light through like blinds or something like that yeah. or like nothing but mine is just like a rave going on down here you know i saw ah oh, shit i I saw a video the other day of somebody making an LED array with ping pong balls. And it was like a whole lot of work that I would not want to do. What? But it looked really cool. Where'd you see this? YouTube, obviously. Uh, well, it could have been Reddit. No, I don't think so. Oh my god. I'm already done with this as this guy's punching holes. Like, look at this shit oh no this was the bad one he made a good one hold on let me find it this is the bad one yeah this is the guy though how is it, that the bad one it, i'll show you oh god i got an ad really oh, yeah, dave oh come on dude but like it's all these panels and they're all individual panels that have leds did that he hot glue the fucking ping pong did. ball yeah like that part i'm not happy about but like they get hot i mean they don't get hot but they don't yeah the right is the old and the left is the new right is old left is new. Oh, well i mean there's the density yeah it's very much dense and it's very like straight and then and it's like that's dope and i would do it in like a smaller section Cool no, it's not no, worth it's, it. It's way too much work. For something, it's cool, but it's not like... Now, see, I would want it to, like, hook into my computer and be like, oh, hey, you got a Discord notification and pop a Discord. And I'd want yeah. it to be, like, 12 by 12. Why do you ask for so much? Because I know I can fail the task successfully. How I don't think you could get the Discord thing to work ever, unless you get unless there's an ex unless there's a, a some sort of application that can relay that can like detect Discord like bloop. Is there? I don't know. I don't know either, because in order to like you have to like export. I think it would be cool though. Unless you set up like a Raspberry Pi, I don't know. You'd have to set up. I think they weird. were running on like Arduinos. Okay, you have to set it up with something like with Android that you would like be able to yeah. have Discord installed that would be able to like. Sure, I mean, hell, I'll run a virtual box on the server for it. I don't care. Ugh, that'd just be so. This, well, let's just Google it. Let's see if that's a thing. Okay. Discord notification sign. Uh, I also saw, like, in that same aspect, I saw someone 3D printing, like, a fascia to go on an LED panel like that. Mm -hmm. And it was squares. Like, and it was a thin layer, so it 
diffuse the light. It looked way better. So I'd probably do that instead of ping pong. But yeah. This one's hard to Google because when you Google it, it thinks it's talk you're talking yeah. about something else. Yeah. Notifier. Discord bot API for notification. That oh. might well you could because, like, I get it. If you like, if you were in our server and you put it to like look for every time an app Bruno's done, but well, like, like, how? What are the? I don't understand how it could do like DMs or like. How did I set up the Twitter bot? How did I do that? Oh, those were servers, and I can't look because it's got stream remote. Because I got OBS open. How I, I can nope, not looking. I, I mean, know. it'd be something cool if Discord allowed you to like have more control like over back end api of your notifications yes but i can never remember what api stands for are you googling it because i'm about to application programming interface okay that's easy to remember, but i'll forget it immediately it's like all does it, does it have an api i mean it makes sense yeah i just i'm not gonna remember that it makes sense but i feel like api is very vague a lot of times yeah. Oh, this has API. Oh, what does that mean? Well, it means you can do stuff with it. Well, yes, but actually, you can look at the like system settings. Oh, can you do anything? Well, yes, but actually, no. API. Oh, and can CI to get talk to the software application. That's really vague. Okay. Um, I don't. Oh, so. I don't know if I got, I think I kind of talked about this, okay. but another system I'm going to start, like, I guess, like, it's going to be, like, my system I have to worry about, making sure it runs okay. and manages sure. and stuff. It's okay. not a real big system. It's called No Before. No Before? Yeah. So, being in manufacturing, we have a lot of blue-collar workers who are older, so, one, they're not really they're not versed in technology because they do a job that requires little to no computer interaction other than like, you know, scanning barcodes or printing sure. off labels. Very limited stuff mixed with the fact that they're older. So they never had the stuff growing up. So they're yep. very, they're a product of no technological, technical, technological need and like desire. So yes. We got to kind of got to worry about them and even office staff, but like it is a lot of off stuff too. Don't think I'm putting down the blue collars, but like people like clicking on phishing scam, bad yes, emails. Very much so. So this no before system is a system that like first that everyone's gonna sit, get sent out over a pa period of time at least one or two fake emails. Don't break it. <laughs> and because everyone gets sent out emails. I'm going to be able to then go in and track. Is that an octopus? Oh, it that's your octopus. Yes. Sorry, I'm fiddly. I'm going to be able to. Uh, okay. I'm going to be able to see who actually clicked on what and how far they got into these emails. Oh, boy. And okay. I'm going to have to, like, see how badly people perform of your car insurance is up. Please enter your admin, your Windows pa username and password to verify. Well, that reminds me of the thing that Fee sent today about Elon and his yeah. tweet to send Bitcoin and he'll double it. Yeah. So. I, Which was a scam. Somebody hacked his account. So 
I think the reason I'm going to be in charge of this one, because it's simple, but I think the real reason, not really, but I think the real reason is that my boss is going to make it so that then when people are pissed off that they have to do a 45 minute training on why they shouldn't talk, they shouldn't open emails about sending a Nigerian prince some money to help the company. It'll be like, why am I sitting through this? Well, it's like, well, Dave, you you didn't realize that you shouldn't click this email. I don't want to listen to this. Well, don't click the email. We need you to. So you don't click these emails. Well, see, you click the email and that was bad, which makes me have a lot of work later because you like to click these emails. Yeah. If you learn to not click these emails, then we both just move on. We like yeah. So I'll get to I think I'm going to be like the hey, please watch the video. You obviously can't tell the difference of support at Amazon at Amazon at Walmart at Target help desk one two three four five dot com. So what is this? Oh, is this the, the this is the blockchain wallet for that the address that the guy sent on like Bill Gates, Elon Musk, all kinds of big verified Twitter handles. He got sent twelve point eight bitcoins. That's a lot of bitcoins. That is a lot of bitcoins. About $118,000 worth. Like, good on him. Like, I mean, well, like, I think what made it work is it was coming from verified accounts. And people were like, oh, Elon wants to give me some money. Like, hell yeah. But, God, please, no. I'd be half tempted. But, God, I would not do it with anything that I need. Yeah. Like, at least 12 isn't, like, a huge number. Like, even if it... Yeah. If it came from one person, that's a yikes. Two people... No, it was, like, a shit ton of people. Okay, well, that makes it better. People losing a couple hundred here or there because they... They don't bother to... I'm just looking at what number means. I think I saw, like, a lot of .003s. Maybe like a lot, which is like thirty bucks, probably. What it could have been also is like some websites require you to buy like twenty five dollars worth, you know, and like you have to import twenty five dollars of your money, and they just bought it, you know. Yeah, it's you know these hackers, and apparently they got into like the back end admin panel or something. I I find it weird that like if they got in the back panel and they got an admin like into an admin portal on Twitter. It's kind of weird that Twitter has the ability as an admin for someone to log into all these people accounts. It's not like I don't know if it was login or if it was like here's their passwords. But even that, like Yeah, that's not good either. Good uh, good website password management is like once it's in there, no one knows what it is. Like Yeah. Not even you. Yeah, you can't figure unless you like go through and try to like hash it Unless yourself. you hash, use the hash to decrypt the password, uh, which is too much work for most people. And if it's probably if it you know if it's coding, it's probably convoluted all hell to figure out who where the hash ended up and where. Oh yeah, it's crazy. So, good on them. Like yeah, I mean, it probably took some getting to get there. 
the ingenuity of some people hacking Twitter just to just to make some well that, like I was impressed with the scam because like not bad apparently he got he like doxed himself by trace oh. people had like his address and name is he gonna get arrested probably probably at least he has a ton of money he doesn't technically have to give back yeah that's gonna be weird how that works out because he sent it somewhere too like he sent it it's gone from that account already like i guess they can make him pay it back but like it's not like they can seize his bank account like i would have you have to like look through the log to figure out where it went to but apparently it's so it's gone it's out of there um i just had something yeah oh i watched a movie like maybe two weeks ago it was like you know oceans 11 yeah i'm not i I couldn't describe it but i know yeah it's like the whole robbing a casino thing with like everyone having their job yeah yeah yeah. is is that the casino one yep because there's like four of them or something yeah four good ones and then a bunch of other ones yeah so it was it was a redneck oceans 11 that i saw okay i'm liking the sound of this you'd probably love it it was it was uh i don't the movie name it's uh probably could just google redneck oh yeah oh uh lucky Lucky logan Logan. yeah so like the premise is they rob a they rob a a race car track because you know what's more rednecky than a race car track and they they did something that was the smartest thing ever they rob. They like when they robbed the bet or the track. They made it so that they didn't know how much money was there before they robbed it, so that whenever how it came, that? like they just took down their like power, so they lost credit okay. card system, which means they didn't have a tracking for like cash input. They were just gonna count it later instead oh. of it being counted. So because they did that, they didn't know how much money they had. So yeah. after the robbery was over, they gave it all back. Yeah. But and you give back three bags instead of ten. Yeah. So like it kind of took people off the like trail like they think they got all their money back. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. It just like the heat the heat gets reduced when they're not really like Yeah, that's so if i ever rob a bank i'm gonna deploy that system of thought i think a bank's pretty good accounting well if you take down the accounting or you have someone on the inside take it down for you i guess they move a they move one comma bam that's a hundred thousand bruno they think you or that's a million that they think they have in this vault yeah bump it down to a hundred thousand you steal a milli you leave a hundred thousand left who would ever know? I don't know. See, I've convinced you. Okay. We'll have to talk after the podcast. That's where, where are we hitting? I don't know. Somewhere. It's on the hush. I don't think you should rob a bank, though. I think I think that's overrated. You think? That's the overrated thing? Yeah, I'm sure there's places with more money. Like, how much like, banks? What? Do you... 
I don't. Do you think banks have that much cash in them? Yes, I, I do. That much. I think they have an okay amount of cash, not like a lot. I think they once point had big amounts of cash, but like, it's all online and like, if they need, they have like enough bills to last like a week or so before they get more bills. But I don't think they have like large sums of cash in banks anymore. This this is putting me on a list, by the way. <laughs> How, what did you just go? How much money does a Wells Fargo branch have? No, nope. it has to be a lot less than it used to be, right? Probably, yeah. Because of how prevalent on like, but I'm like, sure. I feel like I could easily walk into a bank and say, "I want to withdraw ten grand." I don't think they'd have. To, well, they probably okay. That's an average amount. I'm not like I don't think they have more than like a hundred thousand in a branches. Okay. And if you're going through the process of robbing a bank, like big score, not just like the teller booths, like, are you going to be really happy that you put all that effort into $100,000? Probably not. You're right. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'd rob a, hmm, not a sports stadium. That's just too much. What would, what would be a good target? Target. Let's run no. now. <laughs> What's a good target? How about target? Maybe like I don't know. Oh, oh, I got it. An Amish flea market style, like farmers market. Let's rob a farmers market. Oh God! There's no report. Yeah, that's the target. Okay. We sure. strike. We strike at dawn. I'm not good at dawn. Can we do it at night? Yeah, it's probably better. I'm just thinking. Now I'm thinking of like where good places to rob would be. Can I get a cash advance so I can buy my drone? Scope it out. Yes. Get get well, your cash. I want to get a drone, Nick. I know you want to get a drone. I'm really thinking about it. I little. If mm, it it's a cool thing, I feel like I have zero. You can't use a drone. Okay. Let's see the video. Yeah, you can use it in your backyard. I can skate park. You probably can get a lot of places. I don't think you'd be able to fly it off a rooftop. And I think session. with minimal effort, I could make my money back on a drone. Doing what? Taking aerial pictures of people's houses. For what? Fifty bucks. For me to take a picture of their house. For what? What does that benefit them? They have a picture of their house from the air. You got a ladder that tall? I got Google Maps. You... I don't know. I I think that there's a lot of money in drones. But look at how little it is. It's just fitting your, I in like, your hand. I like the minis. You know? Oh, wait. Is that the four? Wait, wait, wait. Go up. Go up. Go up. 2.7K. No. What? Wait. No, the grams. 249. Yeah, that makes it legal okay. to do a lot of illegal stuff. No. All that means is you don't have to register it. You still have to follow the laws. But they don't know you're breaking the laws because they don't know it's yours. I don't think it's that crazy. I I think there could be a lot of care. You're not supposed to fly it over people. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Unless they're part of your, like... You're not supposed to fly it above 400 feet. That's the limit. Does it even go that high? 
Oh, hell yeah. How high do they go? A lot higher than that. The minis? I don't know, like, how... I watched a video of some guy taking it up, like, 1,200 meters. The minis? Meters. Yeah. Or, no, maybe not meters. Probably feet. 1,200 feet. The mini. Yeah. yeah, this one. That little thing. What happens when there's a gust of wind that things, like, palm size? Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> Okay, I knew the big ones could go high. I didn't think that mini was able to go that high. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, also, the range is like stupid far away. I know and range. you're supposed to keep these things in line of sight, you know? No one does, but... If I like... Maybe if we lived in a cooler part of the country to do drones for. Maybe. The reason it's so interesting is it's like half the price of a real one. It is. I I like, think drones are cool. I did back in the day, too. I think drones are cool. I think they have some fun uses. My whole thing is they've gotten pretty stickular, sticular, stickler about a lot of these things. Yeah, they have. You used to be able just to fly a drone next to an airport, and they were like, what the hell is that thing? Yeah, now it's like... Now it's a federal... Like, it's yeah. probably a federal offense. Oh, what was the website? What what can you do with your drone.org? Enthusiastdrones.com? No, there's a website that does like maps of like all the places you're not supposed to fly. Mm. And like there's all kinds of these bubbles everywhere. Like Harrisburg is a whole thing. And some of these are like, oh, hey, get approval from us and you can fly 200 meters or 200 feet. Dude, what is or like? Are you allowed to fly it over rivers? Is it, What is that? What are the red spots? That's the Appalachian Trail. Oh, you're not allowed to doing trails, aren't you? Uh, there's something about like state parks that they don't love. Probably because they were like uh, terrorizing wildlife or something like that. Yeah. There's lots of dots where the airports are. Don't just fuck off with New York, apparently. Well, don't they got like three airports? Uh, well, like, but the thing is, it's also like, yeah, don't fly it over 400 feet, but you can't do that anywhere. But I think you need to get access here, which is pretty easy. You can just do like an auto. You're literally right next to fly. the airport. Yeah, exactly. They're cool. I'd say go for it. Do it, enjoy it. I don't know what I would do. I would, I'd like once a year take it on vacation and just fly it around like the beach. Yeah. But then, you know, you get called. There's some drone looking at us. But like I go on these ATV rides and I feel like some of those would be really cool. Just like take it and send it out off of a cliff. Until it drops. Then you can do your, then you can do one of those cool moments where you're rushing the razor down a cliff to try to get catch it before <laughs> it falls in a, a puddle. Catch it. Flying off the cliff in the razor. How's this? How's the suspension on that thing? How far do you think you can make it before you break something? Of like a jump? Yeah. Oh, God. How far are you talking? 100, 200 feet. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm going to hit terminal velocity by the time I get to the ground. I mean, you might be because I'm gonna land on the damn wheels. You're gonna hit a puddle. 
If I've learned anything from video games is water stops falling physics. A couple inches, you know. As long as your feet splash, you're good. I don't know. I've fallen some pretty hard fall heights from some pretty tall heights in my time. I fell off the uh, radio tower on our latest satisfactory run. That was pretty And tall. I've gotten shot out of a cannon. Yeah. And landed in a puddle that was up to my ankles and lived. It's fine. Maybe you should just start jumping your razor to see the limits. I guess. I drove it on the road today because I wanted to go look at a... Uh... I bet you that was a lot of shit. I went to go look at like a for sale sign, property sign. Because there's a Were plot. You... like. Uh... Were you going to buy the sign? No. I was just curious. Like I kept driving by it and forgetting. And it's like a quarter mile down the road. So you decided to drive here. Well, I have a story to get into. This is the lead up to the story. I was in the Razor for a different reason. I thought, oh, I'll go take a picture of this sign. Quick. That shit gets up to speed. I could drive that on the road all day long. Uh. I sped up and I looked down and I was doing 50. Like it was nothing. So... Why were you taking a picture of the sign? So that I could look up. And I tried to look up. It's Are you going to buy land? No. I think I'm curious how much it was. Was it expensive? I don't know because it's like not really on their website, but only kind of on the website. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's an under the table deal if I've ever seen one. A lot of unknowns. I'd buy it. There must drag be like... strip down the road for me is for sale for eight million on that website. You could probably negotiate it down to at least six. Somebody hits the lottery, I'll buy it. We wouldn't do shit with a drag strip. Well, how much did Cletus spend on his track? Uh, so that was a circle track. Yes, like a third mile. Right. And rumors were like in the one to two million range. So we could buy a drag strip for eight million. Or we could buy a track. Okay. One was a dilapidated, rundown circle Okay, track. did he put $5 million into fixing it? No, but he has been spending a lot of money fixing it. But has do you think it was over the price of this drag strip that might need fixed up to? Like, the drag strip... First off, they're running, currently, NHRA Nitro Dragsters. Okay. That, like, they're in the rotation of the tracks that they go to, which is a big deal. I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. Okay, I well, I think we'd bet we'd have better money. I think we'd buy a track over a drag strip because I could agree with that, especially at that price. Us being able to do a lapse around something for time would be a lot more fun than going straight for time. I could agree with that. I, I would rather have a track, I think, for sure. So that's we're buying a track now. Yep. How about we buy the land and we build a track? Can we just have a dirt track? Sounds, Those are sounds great. fucking great to me. How about we figure out that? How about we buy me like, land and a bulldozer and I got you covered? Well, I don't. Well, we could probably rent a bulldozer. You always need heavy machinery. Do 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 rollers vibrate? Like not because of just like they they they're one of the purposes yes. vibrating. Yes. Okay, because I said that to someone because I thought it was a thing, but then when I it's said it, it's absolutely a thing. I'm like, 
because when we were, it was like rolling right by our like conference room where we were like sitting doing stuff and it was like the building there like, are different kinds and shit I, and well like, the building was but, vibrating violently oh, yeah, not yeah, violently yeah. but i'm like he's like i wonder you think that thing is like shaking the ground so much i'm like i swear they vibrate and they're like really i'm like okay well now yeah, that absolutely i'm like now that you made me question why i said that like i've rented a one-ton roller like a little baby one and it vibrates okay like it's got a it's got a button on it i thought so but whenever you say something and it shakes everything it's just like when you say oh yeah the tone is at six percent and then you look at it and it's like oh yeah i got you i'm swear to you it was at six percent and that flap wasn't flapping yeah absolutely now all different kinds, all different reasons. Yeah, these ass no. They usually have water sprayers too. If you're doing hot asphalt, they spray water on the rollers. Mm-hmm. Cool it down. Yeah, so the asphalt doesn't stick to it. My boss didn't like my idea of plastic roads. It's a weird one. I. He was like, "Oh, so what do you guys like talk about on this thing?" I'm like, "We come up with a lot of ideas for like making money." Like like what? I'm like plastic road. I'm always like plastic roads. <laughs> well, um, then you're like he just and he he thought of some negatives. I'm like, well, that's why we aren't. That's why I'm working. We talk. Here it's I, a hypothetical. We talk about it while we're talking about it. I couldn't think of any other good ideas. I was like, maybe I should start <laughs> jotting those down in case someone's like, I need a business idea. <laughs> I feel like we've had some good ones. Well, keep it in the Trello. We had IT for we had the IT for streamers. I had, and then there was the podcasting one forever. Yeah, you guys wanted to run a podcast for someone else. That one is still viable. I just saw today somebody on social media said people like podcasts. Can I say? And then they complained that it was too expensive. I don't know for what reasons. We, I mean. Technically, everything's free. Microphone. That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. I'm using like $200 worth of audio equipment. And so are you. Well. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I see where you're coming from. But. I don't know. I already had it. Maybe. We should rent audio equipment speaking of podcasts did you listen to the still untitled the the adam oh no i wanted to i just didn't get a chance today i was gonna ask you was that it was good though i liked it it was good yeah i was i you said it was a bunch of stories i can't i i'm sure there were a lot of just like memories kind of thing for anyone that didn't know grant imahara from mythbusters past he had a brain aneurysm at. Dude, he's the second one that's died. Oh, yeah, Jesse Combs. Yeah. Well, she was on Mythbusters for a little bit, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. She was. I always forget because she was like in the background doing grunt work, it seemed like a lot of the time. But she did yeah. get some camera time. I think they needed like a fabricator. Yeah. And that was her. I forget. I don't know if she actually did episode episodes. But I I don't I don't remember. I know she was on Mythbusters though. Oh yeah, she absolutely was. 
Yeah, 2003. To th- oh, she was on for, I think, The Hall. Yeah, like, I think she was on for a lot of it, but it was fabrication. And you didn't see a ton on camera, but there was some on camera. Gotcha. I didn't. Her death was a little bit. She died in a car crash, but she was also like. She died trying to break some world speed records in the sand. Yeah. uh, Salt beds. Uh, Yeah. So hers was not expected, but it wasn't like. It was there was a risk that she was taking every time she got into that car. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those. If you want to hear anything about her, uh, Hoonigan, the YouTube channel, has some good interview with her. It's like an uncut 45-minute interview where they just talked about stuff. Is Tori Village, is he still? Dude, he's 49, too. Uh, these, not that they're old, but like the young, the young crew is now like their 50s. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy, man. Dude, can we not? Like, can we just. <laughs> can we leave? Like, oh, you know who else died today? Who? The the creator of uh, Magic School Bus. I would not know them by name. I, but... You wouldn't know them by name, nor would you probably know them at all. Yeah. But it was like the original author of uh, the Magic School Bus. Which, depending on how your childhood was, may be a part of it. Yeah, I remember watching Magic School Bus most of the time, like, in school. But... Yeah, yeah. that was... Possibly and Bill Nye. Yeah, I mean, like, Always a staple of our generation was these... I mean, he wasn't animated, but this animated cartoon and... Rip all the... Rip everyone. Holy... 2020 yeah, is only it's taking the punches and just still punching and we're getting locked down again have you seen people yes i found i'll have to link it to you there's an instagram account that's doing videos where he like dresses as a state so he's got this like florida mm-hmm. and he's got like a little marker above it says FL for Florida. And it's this dude and he's got like a sun hat on with sunglasses, a tank top. Just like chilling like Florida. And he's got a DC guy to suit. But Florida? You know Florida. They're a little special. Man. It is the most hilarious shit I've ever seen. I'm so glad Florida's a state. I'm so happy <laughs> that they they get to participate in this country. Like, there was one segment that he's like, they're calling all these states in and different states are popping in. And he, he's he's good. Like, he does his research about states and, like, PA, they got an Eagles jersey and they kept asking, I got one question. Wawa or Sheets? Damn. Like, he does his research on states and, like, has the, a whole character for each one. Pretty funny. Well, Florida's like this special, a little bit slow, but hilarious chaos generator. I have to watch this then. Um, and they were getting all these people together in Illinois. 
Illinois hit a record high today of 985 cases. And then they turn back to Florida and it's like, you got all this shit together for 900 cases? I just hit 15,000 today. I I didn't think it was going to get better, but like, I didn't think we were going to take a nosedive. Like, we did good for like a week or two. I'm like, I was starting to get used to like doing some minimal stuff. But like, that's, you know, throw that out of the window again. At least I don't have a job that's going to fire me probably because, or not. It's like, they're at, they're doing double the volume of sales than they normally do with like the same amount of customers. So. That's good at least. Yeah. So I'm not, you're not concerned about losing a job. Yep, so I'm riding this whole thing out with this thing and just seeing where yeah. the where the roller coaster. Oh, it's great that you found a job during this. Dude, it's absolutely crazy. Like I, to be honest, I'm a little bit surprised that that it was this easy for you to find one. I thought you were going to be struggling for a little bit. I I mean, not that I wanted it, but No, I I'm surprised I got it, but like I did send out a bill not a billion but i i applied yeah. to like literally everything that had a pulse. everything that applied yeah i heard back from like three well i'm happy that it worked out for you and one one sent me one this week and was like hey we were it was like two months later yeah i applied two months later hey you got the job watch this video and i like i'm like okay i watched the video it's like you we are hiring in over 300 it was va hospitals i think they got they got government money to upgrade the V8 hospitals with technology. Sure. So it was a one-year contract. So it was like, they were like, it's a hard one year. In September 2021, you're done. So No thanks. One, I'm like, I don't want to deal with contracts. They can pay good, and they can sometimes be fun. Sure, like, but it's... What you're doing God. could be fun, but like the fact that you're like worrying that your job could be done. Yeah. It's not. It's not my... It's not for me. But like... I get this email and like I get it my email at nine fifteen at night that's saying I got it. Like no interview, they just accepted me. I'm like, okay, that's one little that's, sketch. That's a little fishy. So I'm like, whatever. I like I ignore it because it's nine fifteen. I'm not gonna reply to it. I'm not gonna do anything. Boy, were they very upset that I didn't reply to them. And it's <laughs> I woke up two months after you applied. <laughs> Dude, I woke up, I went to work, I get a call, and I'm like, I don't know this number. Like, silence. Sure. Do it all the time. Voicemail. Hey, I don't know if you saw our email, but I'm just calling to see what you're, see for you to reply, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to respond. Text message. Hey, I heard, I called you earlier, and I sent you another email. Because they did send me another email right after, right around the time they texted me. You mean. Then they called me again. All within not even 24 hours did they call me three times to- or they called me twice, they emailed me twice, and they texted me. <laughs> and then I responded to the email being like, maybe if you didn't take two months to send me this, like, well, we just got funding a week ago. I'm like, that's not my fault. Don't I didn't know you even knew like So you started <sighs> looking seven months before you even had yes. funding to fill them. It's that's great. I'm like, I was like, sorry, it took so long. I'm like, it's not my. I don't so feel am I. I I'm sorry. I'm job. Sorry, you guys couldn't figure out. Like, maybe we should get funding and then find people. 
So Gosh. I've got a story for you. So there, over the course of la- the week in between podcasts, mm-hmm. I went out to my garden and something ate the tops of all my or a couple of my pepper plants off. So I got these little stick pepper plants, no leaves. Really? Like, what ate my pepper plants? So I went and got my trail camera, rigged it to my uh, a pole next to my corn. Tried to look at it, couldn't find anything. Nothing showed up. Nothing ate more pepper plants either, though. So I thought, oh, shit. Okay, fine. Anyways, moral of the story is no trail camera video this week. I don't have oh. shit. Wait, you couldn't. I thought you were going to be like, I found what was eating my plants. No. But I was out today. And? I bought a bag of corn for the. Ooh. Did you buy them a Did you buy a salty rock too or just corn? Bought 100 pounds of corn. How much do you think a 100 pound bag of corn goes for? Well, I'm going to base this off a of bad math to try to get. I'm going to try to base this off the wrong equation. Okay. To get the right answer. Okay. So if I got an ear of corn, it's like... Oh, God! (laughs) I think you're going this way. All right. An ear of corn. Go ahead. John, how much is a ear of corn? Can I get like a... Can I get like a Walmart? Yeah, a Walmart pack of corn. And you uh, go to an ear. So four four corns on the cob is five dollars at Walmart. Okay. So okay, I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say a cob is a pound. Just so for scale here. Well, maybe not. Maybe like. Okay, that's, that's a yes. That's a five gallon bucket. How many pounds of corn? A hundred. Okay. So if I'm going to say like, because you have to take out the cob for the corn. Is it the corn on the cob or is it, it corn? It is just corn kernels. Kernels. 100 pound of like, if you took a can of corn. Yes. You know, yes. And dumped it out, the corn kernels, but they're dried. Okay. Okay. Just there making sure. That's a hundred pounds of that. If I was going to guesstimate, I would say it would take at least three, three cobs of kernels to make a pound to equal a pound. So that's about, it's about three, three sixty, three seventy two, three seventy two a pound of corn kernels. These are dried, so they're like cheaper. So we're going to cut that. By like wait, third. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> because they're dry, they're cheaper? Yeah, because they don't have to be like when they're fresh, you have to worry about getting them fresh to people okay. and it's more it's more time sensitive, okay. which is expensive. I they're... see your reasoning. At least continue. So that's we're taking about a third of the price off the three seventy two. So we're actually looking at just two two forty eight. So we're looking at two forty eight a pound. But uh, times a hundred, that'd be two hundred forty-eight dollars. That doesn't make sense. Huh? <laughs> so let's do okay, the... I'm telling so, you no, right no, no. now. No, no, no. So if, if that bag was two hundred and fifty dollars, I would not be feeding it to deer. 
What's a hundred pounds? But let, pounds. let's do the buy in bulk discount, which I'm <laughs> gonna guess is like seventy five percent. Okay. <laughs> so, so where are we down to? Like two forty eight times point one seven or point seven five. It's down seventy five percent. So what's that like? Two forty eight sixty bucks times point two five. Sixty two dollars. Yeah. I still wouldn't be buying that for deer. That's a hundred pounds of corn, though. I wouldn't be. So, what, how much did you pay for it? I paid sixteen. So the equation—you <laughs> were completely fucking off. You reduced it by seventy-five percent. <laughs> well, that was the buy in bulk discount. The more oh, corn you shit. buy, the cheaper it should be. I just, well, to be fair, to be fair to me, I don't know how many pounds of kernels comes from one cob. I might have been overestimating. That's where the equation <laughs> went off. I don't think that's a Googleable question. Per, what for Cobb? Fry corn. One bushel is seventy-two pounds. Wait, dude, I was thinking about wet kernels. I wasn't even thinking about <laughs> dry kernels. <laughs> that wouldn't have helped oh, me though. Cause... Corn grain is fifty-six pounds. 56 pounds per bushel. That's a lot. Hmm. Is corn dense? I don't... An 8-inch ear of corn contains about a half pound of shelled corn. See, that throws off... 112 ears is a bushel, which is 56 pounds. Well, see, that takes my... I would have... If I would have had that, it would have been two corn... Okay, do your math. With this shit right now. So two cobs is one pound, right? Yes. So that would have been two forty-eight. Two forty-eight divided or two forty-eight, which we're taking a third off of. Uh. Okay. Well, one sixty-three. And then times that by seventy-five, or by point two five. What's twenty-five percent of that? Which is. Uh, you're 40 cents. Well, it'd be $40, yeah. It's 40-something, I don't know. <laughs> it's $40, I mean... Oh, f- yeah, it's... I got so you. I'm still double, so something is wrong yeah, with that sure. equation. It's the price per cob. Uh, it must be. I feel... Is $1.24? Or the reduction. Something. I guess... I... It's, it's, it's got to be the ratio from wet to dry corn. It must That's be. where the system's wrong. Maybe my third is too generous of how much they care about. Maybe it should be two thirds. Maybe. If it was two thirds, then I think the equation is closer. Yep. Oh. That, that was it. So we're, dry we're corn. Out of 20 bucks. Dry corn is worth A one third, third of the price of wet, of wet corn. I think that's a sellable point. So what I'm saying is be ready for deer eating corn next week. Why did I do that math? Oh, I asked you how much my 100 pound bag of corn cost. Now, Bruno, if I would have got 20 bucks, if I would have been shocked (laughs) if you got 20 bucks out of your math, that would be great. You would have blown me away. That would, that have, been would so... have been close enough with your napkin math. 
Okay. Maybe next time. I should Maybe just... But this is why I ask you these questions, because they turn into this. Like, I guess I just need to research my corn. Maybe tomorrow if Not I'm like... Not a corn expert. Maybe if I'm uh, bored tomorrow, I'll be like to my boss. I'm like, okay, so if you were going to figure out the value of wet corn to dry corn, what would it like? And he'd probably be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, did you know that dry corn? Did you worth not more? listen to my podcast yesterday? Wet corn is worth two thirds or dry corn is worth one third of wet corn. If you look at the math, it's all there. Only so. if you buy the, the cobs of corn from was a Walmart or Giant? Walmart. Walmart. Oh, wait, what? Similar items. By the way, I only put out like a little pile, so we'll see. I might have what? to refresh the pile. Oh, now I'm now I'm very shook. Oh, God. What did you find? I just found a fresh corn on the cup for 34 cents. That would have thrown off the math entirely. All right. This is the weirdest looking page. It's not truly it's just sunny. like fresh corn on the cob. 38 cents. Ah, oh, damn it. They only no. let me get 12. So wait, you could get 12 at 4.56, but scroll down on that page. Look, see, I bet you you're buying this husk and all like that down here. Laid it all out on a platter. Looks real nice. Chop the ends off so it's clean. Well, now I didn't even I didn't even take into equation the uh, pre chop. Oh, that's where the money. That's where the See, money. That's was. where the third came from. That's where the extra third came. One from. was for the dry. The second third was for the the husking. I think we all learned something here today. I just changed the. I just basically you know, now. I, I've, I've always thought about this. How in the hell do they get this fresh corn off the cob, like off the stalk? They got some guy out there walking with a basket picking corn cobs. Maybe because like a corn harvester, that all does that whole process in, by itself. When you see a corn harvester going, it just does. It's taking the corn cobs, splitting them from all the other stuff, and taking the kernels off of the cob. All in one process, dude. Some farming machinery is just an absolute marvel to me. I mean, that's that's a good A harvester is a good one. Okay. Planers, too. They're pretty. Uh, do you have anything else? I don't think I so. bet you there's a corn emoji. I bet you there is, and I know damn well what we're using. We're using the corn emoji. I'm going to skip the survey, but I'll leave you guys some space if you want to tell us anything. That's fine. They can't. They can just praise me for my math. I feel like I earned something. So I, I think you got close enough for me. After the second, third, you figured out. Yeah, that was yeah. When you uh, hit two fifty, though, something didn't turn out right. I was like, hmm, I'm gonna have to reduce this by a good amount. Seventy five percent seems possibly reasonable, but apparently that was still not feasible. You not. Not only did you reduce it to a th to buy a third, you also reduced it by three quarters. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. Maybe if you would have. Ooh, hold on. What was the number? Was it like two fifty or something? It was like two forty eight, I think. 
So if we took that and instead went reduce it by three quarters first and then a third, that would have done it. That no, would that would put, put me at 40. Nope. Oh, what? fuck. Yeah, you're right. Looking at it wrong. Yeah. You were thinking if I did the two thirds again. Yeah. But I think that's a way to do backwards math frontwards. Yeah, you're right. Multiplication just works. Ah, uh, well. Maybe next week I'll figure out something. Maybe next week I'll come up with another. How much is this project? <laughs> question? I like that segment. How much is this sack of corn? I feel, oh, we have to get, like, the next night or two that hers on. I'll have to ask him. I'll record I, it and ask him. That'd be so funny. All right. Now hear me out. Work out the math. How much is a hundred pound sack of corn? Well, yeah, like corn. Yes. Dry In corn. a can? No. What? Like, what do you mean? Corn? Like the whole stock? That's crazy. The whole plant? That's crazy. You got a hundred pounds of corn? Where do you put uh, that? In a sack. You got to feed that deer eat corn? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. We'll see. I don't Maybe they won't. Maybe I, I got deer that don't like corn. We'll see. But you got raccoons. I feel like that pile has already probably the cats. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Anything else from you? I don't think so. I got through my checklist. Okay. So did I. I had corn checked off for this week. Because that's all we have for this week's episode of Thursday. It's all the best days podcast. Thanks for listening and goodbye.